Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here today. Yay, he's back, yay. I know you missed me, right? Did you? Did you? I'm not getting the feeling you really did. But, based on that reaction, maybe it's because I'm in here by myself. Anyway, well, I'm going to tell you all, it's around 10 a.m. on Friday morning. Uh... Uh, my plan originally was to record Wednesday night, and Wednesday night, I uh, I was able to go to the house, Woody was working, and I was tired, and I needed uh, I needed the night, and so, yeah, so him and Caroline took care of things, and uh, I was able to, to chill and watch the cameras, which I have to do. Because some of my staff thinks that if I'm not here in the building, I'm not watching. And when I send a picture text of them doing things wrong, they oh, oh, what, oh, oh, yeah, I'm like, hey, what are you doing there? Oh, yeah, huh, just do your job, man, just do your job. Anyway, uh, and some of them, you know, they're going to they're gonna do it, and they're going to do their job every time, whether I'm sitting over them or not. Some of them, uh... Or not. And that's just, you know, life. Uh, last night, I was gonna, I text James, told him I was gonna record at closing time. And we didn't get done till a little after 3 a.m. Uh, and so I was, uh, I was hungry and I was ready to go lay down. So, I mean, it's, I just told you, I, I, we got done a little after 3 a.m. It's, a little after 10 a.m. now, and I've already been to the ABC and already been to the bank. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Tea Time Dark League, still going. Uh, we're around the halfway point. Oh, my old team, Third Drop Magic, they uh, they beat us this past week, 8-4. Uh, to four. Um, Felt like we left a couple of points on the table. They're going to feel the same way, I'm sure. Uh, I had a couple of pretty good games there. Could have gone either way. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're sitting on top of the table for a reason, right? They're a good team. We're, uh, we're, we're in a bit of a slump. And, uh, you yeah, know, we, but we played some really tough opponents these past few weeks. So, this next week we'll need to start to turn around and start making our, our run, you know. We're still very much so in playoff contention, and uh, I I fully expect us to be there. Um, speaking of which, in singles league, it's coming down to it. There's uh, basically about five or six of us competing for four spots going into the final week of the season, and. Uh, it's uh, it's it should be fun there. So, uh, I am on with Tui, and the, all I can do is focus on Tui and play in Tui next week and getting the uh, best result I can get. And that's that's all I can do. The rest of it will work itself out. Now, let's get into this college football because that's why y'all are here, and that's why I'm here, and let's go ahead and knock this out. All right. We're going to start out where we should always, always start out, and that's with the University of Alabama. Uh, Alabama's going to be, and now for these games, when you're playing FCS schools, 
Uh, sometimes you have to go to the extra games or whatever. And most of the time, it's not going to have those lines out until late the night before, early that morning. Uh, but according to a couple of different places, the line's going to be at 44 and a half. Um, the, the, the win loss is you know, not, not what we're talking about here. Yeah, because Alabama's 28-0 all-time in games that are 11 a.m. or 11.30. As much as we hate the 11 a.m. games, under Nick Saban, 28-0, when playing those 11 a.m. 11, 11.30 or before games. All right? Um, obviously, we, uh, we have played... Tennessee Chattanooga before we've never lost to them and uh, we're paying them $600,000 to come here. Last time we played them was in 2016 uh, We're 13-0 against them all time if you need to know. I, I think the first time we played them was like 1908 somewhere back there um, Is it 06 or 08? I can't remember <laughs> But Will we cover the 44 and a half? That's up to Nick Saban. Uh, I personally think we do. I think we get 59. Um, I think we get 59. And I think we get something up. Whether it be 7 or 10, either way, that still covers it. Uh, I don't think they get more than that. But uh, I, I think that uh, I, think I, I like the tie. I'm not you know, going to bet huge on it because it's a 44 and a half point line. I'm losing your minds here. All right, next game up. You got Ole Miss against Louisiana Monroe. Ole Miss, you saw them get throttled by Georgia last week. Um, yeah, they're a 37 and a half point favorite. I like the lane train in this. I think that he runs it up. And uh, I'll take Ole Miss. Big game. Game that matters. <laughs> kind of. Uh, in the national scene, I guess it still does. But Georgia-Tennessee. This game is in Knoxville. You saw Tennessee last week get worked by Missouri. Georgia was over there pounding on Ole Miss. The the all-time series in, in Georgia-Tennessee is 27-23-2 Georgia. Georgia's won six straight in this series. Hmm. This is a this is a really really good really tight series, yeah. Uh, Georgia is a ten point favorite. Georgia's now covered three games against the spread, and all of them have been in games where people go, "Hey, they better watch out. This team might beat them." And Georgia stands up and they flex and they go, "Shut up," <laughs> you know. Um, they got Brock Bowers back last week. That offense is in sync. Watching Tennessee get beat down the way they did by Missouri, there's no way you can have faith in them to, to cover this, even though they're at home. Uh, but the one thing is they have nothing to lose. You know, had they have beaten Missouri last week, this game would have decided the East. They still would have had a shot at it. But now they, you know, that's already gone. They have nothing to lose. They can just go out and play. Uh, and Georgia knows that. And I'll tell you, most of the message boards, they're not talking about Georgia to the sea. For Alabama, they're not talking about definitely not UT Chattanooga or Auburn. It's Georgia-Alabama that they're already discussing and going back and forth on. 
And that will make it real easy to overlook, you know, Tennessee or in Alabama's case, UG Chattanooga. Yeah, or uh, Auburn next week. Yeah, they have Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it'll make it real easy to do that. But these players, these coaches, they know better. Give me Georgia uh, covering the 10. Missouri and Florida. Mm. I just told you what Missouri's been doing. Florida has given up 39 plus points in four straight games. They just didn't get collywobbled left and right. And yeah, I wanted to use collywobble today. Even though the actual, it's like a butterflies in the stomach. Like, you know, a nervous thing, you know, whatever. It's collywobbles. But I like the way it sounded, so I used it the way I did. And so I told you the definition. Most of you didn't know it, so it didn't matter. Um... <laughs> Missouri's minus 11. The over under is 57 and a half. I love this over. We're big on the over. We're also taking Missouri. Um, LSU's playing Georgia State. Georgia State's lost uh, their last two by 28 points each to James Madison and Appalachian State. That was James Madison University, not the one man, the entire team. Uh, but they each beat about 28. LSU's a 31 and a half point favorite. Uh, you got to go with the Tigers here. And LSU, the overs hit in every game so far this year. Why not? Why not keep it rolling? 72 and a half, sure. Give me the over. Um, here's a game now. Mm. That growing up for a long time, we wanted to see. And that's the University of Southern Mississippi against Mississippi State. And this year, I don't think either team really wants to see it. Uh, Southern Miss having a pretty pretty bad year. They're they're definitely down a lot. Uh, Got to make some changes in Hattiesburg. Yeah, first thing you need to do, get rid of the to the top and go back to anybody, anywhere, anytime. That mentality. You know, that, that's the first thing Southern Miss needs to change. Mississippi State. Uh, fired their, their coach that was supposed to be a temporary interim guy anyway, and for some reason they decided that they needed to fire him last week. Yeah. Him and, him and Jimbo Fisher played against each other, and they both got fired. That's how that game went. <laughs> um, State's a 14 and a half point favorite. If you want, I, I'm going to try and middle this game, all right? I'm going to buy State up to 15 and a half, but I'm going to buy Southern Miss down to 12 and a half. And I'm going to see if I can't middle this game. Because I think State wins by 13, 14, or 15 points exactly. <coughs> Maybe. We'll see. But by doing that, both of them on the half points, I cannot lose them both. Um... Abilene Christian is playing AM. That line was not available yet, and I didn't want to delve too much into trying to find it. Come on, it's Abilene Christian and AM. It's probably going to be around 45, 50 points. Uh, they'll have an interim coach. We'll see. Uh, leave that game alone. Don't play that game. New Mexico State versus Auburn. Hey, at least New Mexico is a state. Um, Auburn's a 20, 24 and a half point favorite. They're at home. 
New Mexico State, really bad at football. I'll take Auburn. I'm going to buy this down to 23 and a half and take Auburn. Um, Florida International against Arkansas. Arkansas is a 29-point favorite. Run away from this game. Don't touch this game. I don't trust Arkansas for anything. I'm not sure if Sam Pittman still has a job. I don't know what's going on uh, in Arkansas. But I know we're not touching this game. Two teams that came into the season with pretty high hopes and expectations from their fan bases. The Kentucky Wildcats and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Well, neither one of them are ranked anymore. And they're going to play each other. Kentucky's minus one uh, in this game. Yeah, it seems about right. I'll take Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky can run the ball. Uh, if you can stop the run, then you can just demoralize them and punish them. That is what Alabama and Georgia were both able to do to them. If you can't stop the run, then you will see Florida, and they'll run all over you. Now, outside of the SEC, you got Michigan and Maryland. Michigan, obviously, Jim Harbaugh, not not going to be on the sidelines. Y'all know all that. I'm not going to get through all that right now. But let me tell you, there's more to this story you don't know yet. Because it's not just the NCAA that's still investigating. And when the Big Ten suspended him, when they suspended him, they used, they didn't do their own research. They didn't do their own investigation. That was 100% using what the NCAA had so far. Okay? And Jim Harbaugh and Michigan decided not to appeal it. That means they had enough evidence for Jim Harbaugh to go, all right, I'll take, I'll take three games. Because initially he was, no, we'll have our day. We're going to have our day. I'm going to get up there and I'm going to tell you all our side of it. Because you all don't know. Well, they showed him the evidence and he went, yeah, all right, I'll take the three games. That this is far from over. Because the FBI has an investigation going on into it. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh will be long gone and coaching an NFL team <coughs> by the time anything substantial from the NCAA or the uh, FBI comes down on Michigan. Mm. And y'all are going to go, this isn't fair. He left. He's, he's making millions in the NFL. These players at Michigan do have an unfair advantage. Listen, this isn't baseball. This is football. When y'all say stealing signs, stealing signals, I don't think y'all get it. This isn't like, oh, there's a man on second. Let's uh, change the signs, you know, so he can't pick them up for the hitter. It's not like that. This is football. There's thousands of signs and stuff. Basically, every program that they were able to get this stuff from and use the video illegally and do all this, they would have to learn to speak a new language. The entire team. You ever heard interviews from players? They have a hard time with one language. Alright? I don't think y'all understand how significant this is of what they did and the reason there's a rule against it. 
that they just blatantly broke. It's a rule. You broke it. You did. Well, eventually, you'll have to pay the piper. Probably not this season, and they're a pretty good team. Well, they go to Maryland this week. They're a 19-point favorite. I'm buying this up to 21 and taking Maryland at home. Michigan coming off that Penn State game. Uh, I just think, you know, that's a lot of points. And if Talia Tugavaloa can uh, can get a, t- a couple of touchdowns, then I think that's going to be good enough to cover. I think Michigan wins the game, but I think Maryland covers the 21 points. Um, Louisville and Miami. This was Louisville minus one. Now it's at a pick em. Number 10, Louisville. Unranked Miami. Is that a pick em? I'll take Miami, sir, at home. Hey, Louisville, you're down in Florida. Check out South Beach. Have fun. You know why? Because South Beach is undefeated. Teams that go out partying on South Beach do not win at Miami. Give me uh, give me Miami of the pick em. Um... Two and a half stars. Rutgers goes to Penn State. Um, Rutgers has been giving up about 18.3 points per game. All right? Um, total. That's what they give up. Penn State is minus 20 and a half in this game. Penn State's offense, they fired their OC after last week. It's not been good. Give me Rutgers to cover the 20 and a half. Because I'm not entirely sure Penn State can score that much uh, right now, the way their offense looked the past few weeks. Mm. You got uh, Oklahoma and BYU. Oklahoma, 24.5 point favorite. The over-under is 57.5. Look, I'm going to take BYU in the points knowing that they got just absolutely throttled the last three weeks. Um, and since that win over Texas Tech, they haven't looked good. But uh, they need a win. Uh, the over-under is 57.5. I will take the over in this game. Um, if Oklahoma's going to cover the spread, they've got to get to the over. Now, here's the DNT of the week. And yet again, it is Tulane at FAU. FAU has the 104th ranked offense in the in the country. Uh, it's bad. Tulane, ranked team, minus nine and a half. I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all. They have not been good against the spread. They've been dodged, duck, dip, diving, and dodging their way to this season. Uh, eking games out. I, I'm leaving this alone. Don't touch it. Next one up, number 22, Utah, goes to number 17, Arizona. Arizona's a one-point favorite. Um, you know, I and, and y'all know I like Utah, but this defense, I think this will be a bit of a defensive game here. Uh, the over-under is at 46. I'm not going to touch that. But uh, Utah's getting worn down. You know, not Their lack of offense is the reason why. But you look at that Oregon, Washington, and USC, all three of those games, each team averaged – over six yards per play against Utah. Uh, Arizona's been hot. I, I'm going to take Arizona at home. Arizona to win the game. Uh, going against Utah. 
Illinois is at Iowa. The over-under is at 32 and a half. We take the under because I just told you that it's Iowa, and that's what we do uh, with Illinois. They're not at Illinois. Um, the line is minus three. I'll take, I'll buy that down to two and a half. Take Iowa minus two and a half and the under. Hmm. Wake Forest against Notre Dame. Um, Wake Forest hasn't scored. They haven't broke 21 points since uh, mid-September. Okay? And Notre Dame's a 24.5-point favorite. I think Notre Dame comes correct in this game. Uh, Notre Dame's quarterback transferred from Wake, didn't he? I believe he did. They don't check me on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. I'll take Notre Dame to cover. It's it's at 24.5. I'm buying it down to 23.5. And, and I'll take the Irish. Um... Number 20, North Carolina, unranked Clemson. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite. What? Did you just say that a ranked team is playing an unranked team and the unranked team's favored? Ding, 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 ding. Vegas does more than the AP poll. I bought it down to six and a half because seven and a half is crazy. The hook could get me. But give me Clemson. Uh, the money line's minus two ninety-five. Go ahead and lay that too. Give me Clemson to win, Clemson to cover. Um, Minnesota and the Ohio State University. Look, Minnesota, man. Uh, they're they're not good. They're not good. They they lost to uh, Illinois and Purdue the last two weeks. Uh, so they're sitting at, you know, with five wins, trying to get to a bowl eligibility. It ain't going to happen this week. They're a 27.5-point dog to Ohio State, and Ohio State's not going to win. They're going to cover. You better get Wisconsin next week if you want to go to a bowl. You want to row that boat on over to a bowl. You better just stop preparing for Ohio State. Start getting ready for Wisconsin now. Uh, maybe you can save your job with six wins. Hmm. It's all right. You're convincing a Big Ten athletic director that the Big Ten's difficult. They'll believe you. Nobody else will. Anyway. Oregon is a 24-point favorite at Arizona State. Eh. No, sir. Give me Arizona State. Arizona State's record's not good, but they have been good at covering spreads. I'll take Arizona State at home. Plus, their coach, uh, Kenny, uh, how do you say his last name? Dillingham or whatever? Yeah, is it Dillingham? I say that like there's anybody else in the room. Like, there's nobody else here. It's me and the TVs. But, anyway, Kenny Dillingham is the offensive coordinator. All right, he was the offensive coordinator at Oregon. He's now Arizona State's head coach. He's the one that really got your boy Bo Nix to come out of his shell last year. No, and got into buy into this system. Mm. So there's a fun little reunion. Uh, I bet he's wishing he hadn't helped him so much last year. But then he went and got the job he's got. So, yeah. Oklahoma State playing Houston. Oklahoma State uh, went down to South Florida last week, Central Florida last week, and just got slapped. Houston... Definitely been struggling recently, but look, they gave Texas all they wanted. They should have won there at home. 
Dana Hogus will they're minus uh Oklahoma State's minus six and a half. I'm buying that up to seven and a half, and I'm taking Houston at home because I don't think either one of these teams are really good. Um the University of North Alabama goes to Florida State this week. And that's just sad. Uh there's not a I, I didn't get a line on it yet because we're not gonna touch this game. But UNA, I hope they're paying you well because they're going to beat the crap out of you. Um, no, the Sunflower Showdown. I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's the Sunflower State. Sunflower, Sunflower Bowl? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it's K-State in Kansas. And these are two ranked teams. This is number 21 and number 25. Uh, K-State is minus 9.5. Probably because Kansas is on their third-string quarterback. For K-State, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They're going to hand the ball off, and you know that, that machine just keeps on rolling. But both these teams play better when they're at home, okay? And I'm going to take Kansas to cover the 9.5. I think K-State wins, but I think Kansas covers the 9.5. In fact, I'm buying it up to 10.5 just because, you know, I want 10.5. Um... Washington against Oregon State. Number five, Washington. Number 11, Oregon State. And Oregon State at home is a one-point favorite. Here it is. This is when Washington goes down. Now, listen, I told you earlier, Arizona State's going to cover against Oregon. They're not going to look good. The Pac-12, that earlier in the year, people would have debated they'll be in the best conference in college football these last couple weeks. Watch them do everything they can to play themselves out of a bowl or out of the playoffs, okay? Because right here, Oregon State is going to beat Washington. What? Yeah. This game, Oregon State's a much better team at home. Washington been skating by the past few weeks. I think Oregon State wins this game. They take down Washington and ruin their hopes of a national title. Oh, wow. Because Washington's been reeling. And everybody's been talking about that Washington-Oregon rematch in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, they've been paying attention to it, not to what they got in front of them. And Oregon State's going to punch them. Speaking of teams that are skating by the past few weeks, a couple of straight close wins could have lost. Texas goes on the road to Iowa State. Texas is a 7.5 point favorite down there. Iowa State, we watched them route BYU last week. You know what? I'm not just taking Iowa State plus the seven and a half. I'm going to sprinkle the money line, baby. Because do y'all remember when Iowa State pulled the upset for us on a Thursday night to get the Crimson Tide into the BCS national title game? Because I do. And thank you, Cyclones. I also was there when Alabama beat you in Shreveport and your fans were trash and they were saying some very derogatory things. Uh, <laughs> um, that was back when we threw cups when we scored. Uh, every time we scored, we threw cups. And, uh, yeah, I know one guy got, got pelted pretty good with about three of them because I got good aim and a good arm, um, and he deserved it. But uh, that was as he was running out of the stadium, trying to get away from everything. But uh, he had been talking the whole game. Seneca Wallace. Uh, Seneca Wallace is good, but Terry Jones Jr., 
caught the touchdown pass in the end zone. All right, I'm talking about a game Iowa State lost. Let's talk about a game Iowa State's going to win. That's against Texas this week. Um, yeah, I think Iowa State, that's a tough place to go. Nobody wants to go to Iowa ever. Is this heaven? No, it's not. Heaven is Iowa. Terrible. Anyway. University of South Florida, who I really do not like because they cost me last week. They won by four. I had them at minus five in my big parlay. I hit seven out of eight because of them. I'm mad at them. They play tonight against University of Texas San Antonio. And UT San Antonio is about as 15 and a half. I'm going to take UT San Antonio. I'm going to take the over. And I hope UT San Antonio beats them 100,000 to nothing. And goes, this is for Mr. Coleman. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm sending hitmen after them. Go get them, Roadrunners. Uh, Colorado plays Washington State tonight. Washington State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Washington State to win this game and cover. Um, the over-unders at 62-and-a-half. I took the over. Let's see what Coach Prime's got on Friday night. He needs this win. He needs to get bowl eligible. I'm going to give you a little bonus one here. UCLA plays uh, USC this week. The over-unders at 65. Yeah, I took the over. Uh, you're welcome. Anyway. That is my time. I'm not going to go into NFL and all that today because, well, it's Friday afternoon. I'm running late already, uh, and I've got other things to do before we open. So thank you all for listening. Uh, good luck this week. Uh, I will tell you real quick that last week I went 24-13 and 13 against the spread, <coughs> and that brings me to 224 115 and 8 on the season against the spread. So that's where we're at. Uh, good luck to you all. Double down, throw those into parlays. Let's make some money. And watch this. Watch this weekend as the Big 12 does what the Big 12 do, does and they eliminate themselves. And the Pac 12. Right now, all the talk is you know, Florida State runs the table. The winner of Michigan-Ohio State, those two are in. Uh, Washington-Oregon winner, probably in. Texas, they yeah, if I, even if Alabama were to beat Georgia, like Georgia was the table they're in. They know that. They're two down to many national champions, they're undefeated. Even if Alabama were to beat Georgia right now, they could still be left out. And this is gonna this is gonna sound weird. Right now, I would agree with that. Texas beat us head-to-head. Texas has one loss. We have one loss. Texas is ahead of us. But Texas loses another one. Or if Oklahoma were to win the Big 12 championship with two losses, now Alabama controls its own destiny. Can I see the Pac-12 donkey in this all the way up the Big 12 donkey in this all the way up. The winner of Ohio State, Michigan in. Florida State in. Georgia in. Alabama in. In that scenario, you will watch Alabama Georgia play in the SEC Championship and in the National Championship because that's just what we do. Uh, anyway, that is my time. I'm going to leave you all with that to think about. 
take a look at the odds, see where you're at. I'm telling you, watch out, it's going to happen. As always, uh, Nick Chester asked me to remind y'all that Red Drew is a one-way street. Despite what the students, who are all gone, by the way, they don't believe it's a home game, and they don't care it's a home game. Because they didn't grow up Bama fans, and they're not really Bama fans. They're students here. And they can't tell you anything about the history of Bama. Uh, frankly, did they deserve the win? No, they don't. The student body, not good. Not good fans. Uh, they're going home for Thanksgiving. Oh, well, we get the whole week off, so I'm going to go home you know, on Wednesday or Thursday, the week before. Jeez, they did this last year for the Iron Bowl. Don't think it's just because it's UTC. They left for the Iron Bowl. Students should lose more tickets, cut them all the way down. I think 4,000 students. 4,000 student seats total. And they should all be made up of sorority girls. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and and five, five, five people from Mallet. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.